0: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. Oh,
1: by the way, I've cracked the code Figured out the Shadow War organizations, and the Illuminati know that they're finally primed for world domination. And soon you've got black helicopters coming across the border. Always someone that's watching you And still the government Won't admit they face a whole moon landing Thought control, race, psychotronic scanning Don't mind that I'm protected because I made this hat From aluminum foil, foil. foil. Where I it had this foil lined In case an alien's inclined To probe your butt or read your mind Looks a bit peculiar Peculiar someday I'll prove there's a big conspiracy.
2: All right. You are listening now to the half empty cup of Joe. Joe is, uh, departed to secrets, uh, secret places. He's, uh, I, I, he always seems to go on these little jaunts to foreign countries, and uh, I jump in and uh, cover cover for him because one of these one of these days I'll be taken off for a few days, and he'll be covering for me. But with that said, uh, this is Monday on the Half Empty Cup of Joe. I've, uh, normally, as, as as long as Steve Mitchell's available, I have him coming on the show with us. And uh, you know, when Steve Mitchell comes on, uh, you know, of course, him being a pharmacist, you know, there's a lot of talk of COVID, a lot of talk of uh, vaccines. And uh, there used to be a little bit I would play on the radio that I'm, I'm going I'm to play it right now. But for those of you that uh, you know the, the hysteria around COVID, and you know, don't forget, don't forget how awful that was, you know how the peer pressure and, the, and all that nastiness around the control of the population. And I always loved it. I, this is still my my ringtone. Uh, people, I don't know, some people didn't like it, but you know, for those of you that don't like it, you know, this here, this one's for you. You, know, Steve, you'll remember this.
1: Warning! Warning! The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up! The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from...
3: Yeah, Steve. Remember all that paranoia?
2: Remember, remember the twenty twenty? Yeah, 2020? yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like <laughs> I was sitting
4: there looking. I was looking last. I had to work last night, so I'm, I'll, if I'm a little spacey today, just bear with me. So I was looking last night, and uh, and and because you know, the governor of Florida and his and his uh, head of uh, the health department has basically said that people could send their kids to school even if they weren't vaccinated because. Um, so many people were immune to, to the measles they didn't have to worry and now everywhere you look Florida's causing a huge outbreak they're leading the nation in number of measles cases they have a 5 year old who has measles now you know how many cases they've got? they've got 7 7 <laughs> cases of measles and the world's burning down and 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 it, you open up msn.com and you you'll see it on every page. The the measles is breaking out. It's going to kill us all. There's been a total of 35 measles cases this year so far since the beginning of the year. They're spread all across the United States. In all cases, it's like five here, seven here. You know, they just continue this fear campaign that they've got. And you just, you know, it's like it's these myths, rumors, and legends. They they constantly pound this stuff into your head. It's on the news. It's on CNN. It's on Fox News. It's everywhere. We have a catastrophe on our hands. And you know what? The people who are are most likely to be getting the, the measles uh, may be people that are unvaccinated, but immigrants. We have these huge chicken pock. chicken pox outbreaks going on in the immigrant population but you wonder why they have chicken pox (laughs) outbreaks in the immigrant uh, population but they don't have measles outbreak those immigrants they're so resistant to measles it's just crazy and you know what I'm so tired of being lied. are you guys are our listeners tired of being lied to by
2: the government you know, I think most people that know any of this stuff, Steve, have been tired of it years ago. <laughs> for for me, seven go, the government lying to us is something I was tired of maybe a decade ago. How's that? So, <laughs> I'm
4: beyond seven cases, seven cases, and one five year old, and the world's burning down because wow. those evil people who didn't get their shots, like the immigrants coming in across the border at how many, at a rate of how many a day, didn't get their shots either. And the countries they're coming from have people have outbreaks in the thousands. But now we're worrying about this. We're we're gonna you know, one of our listeners uh you know, we have a lot of people at the at the nail salon that listen to the station. I I wasn't aware of that, but one of the listeners heard us talking about um nine eleven in a couple couple three shows ago. And she told Valentina she was looking forward to tuning into the next show because she wanted to hear what Jason and I had to say about this new theory that's been suppressed and uh, and of course we didn't talk about it the next show you know we get to rambling but I wanted to talk about the day, that today and if we have time I want to talk about the um, the fragility of our system you know with this AT&T System going down, and you have to wonder. I don't think AT and T still knows or admits what happened to their system, all their phones going down. But all of a sudden, we have solar flares. Co- they got solar flares causing that. You know, oh of course,
2: only yeah. AT and T is is susceptible to solar flares. Are you tired of being lied to? Well, t- TDS so a few weeks a few weeks ago, TDS had nationwide uh, outages, and there's there's been outages by three major companies. Uh, with infrastructure, Steve, in the, just the last month, so uh, it's uh, it's almost like uh, someone's testing. Someone's testing the maybe the uh, strength of their system or something. Because that's you have three major systems in the last month uh, having outages. You know, yes, yeah, as, uh, as they burn down the
4: chicken factories. You know, we're in a hell of a lot of trouble, guys. They just keep
2: lying to us. We'll be back. Uh, You're listening to Steve Mitchell. Uh, Joe is not here today. He's departed from us just for today. So Steve and Jason will be right
5: back. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe.
0: Half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
2: Ah, the half-empty cup of Joe that you're listening to. It's uh, Monday. You've Got Steve Mitchell here. I just had a uh, request. You know, if you're a customer of Patriot Trading Group here in Colorado, and uh, I call you on my business phone, I don't do a lot of texting, but uh, I, I, do, I do some. You know, so I get my, I get some, some of my customers and listeners. And uh, Steve, I had a request, so I'm going to have to I have to honor the customer's request. Okay. Here comes.
1: The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone. Thus infecting Infecting your your phone. phone. Save Save yourself yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not (laughs)
2: Uh, that's that's the, the conspiracy music guru. He does a lot of those flat earth songs, and some of that other really good music. I, I would play once in a while, but uh, you know, it, it just to me, the, the brilliance of that piece is is the the ridiculous over response to this this viral outbreak that was never proven to what it was, what the source of it was, or why people were actually getting sick, and thus uh, making everyone panic and, and and bow to their lords, the government. And uh, I couldn't think of a more humorous way to, than to play that because it's just it's just kind of throwing it back in their face, isn't it, Steve?
4: Yeah, you know, it's like next time it'll be the, the, he'll be generating one for measles. I'm looking at an article. This was on NBC News yesterday. This was like this is one of the articles. Is measles? It's a heat-seeking missile. Experts warn as Florida outbreak grows. Okay. the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported that as of Friday there have been at least 35 measles cases in 15 states in 2024 in Philadelphia Michigan Pennsylvania now I want to go on record saying uh, in the measles, mumps, rubella rubella shot, MMR measles is the most serious of the diseases and I don't want to make light of measles because measles can hurt you, measles can kill you I it's not like it, you know when I was a kid we had measles everyone had measles it it doesn't it, it's not like they want you to be afraid of it now but it's a serious disease so so what I'm joking about it I'm not joking about the disease I'm joking yeah. about the way they're trying they're 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 beating the bushes to try to make you afraid to make you get more shots. I don't know. Are they afraid that you're going to find out the shots aren't working? Are they? I mean, well, I don't understand. But the compliance issue is what's going on here, and they just pound and pound and pound. And I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want
2: to talk about dustification. So, but hang, hang just- on, Steve. So, hang on. We uh, we had a caller that came in. Uh, if, you, if you want to call it anytime during the show, we'll we'll bring you in because we're going to talk. We're going to talk some nine eleven stuff that we kind of leaned into a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But eight eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. That's the number to call. Once again, it's eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. But Brian, with an eye, you called in. I wanted to get you in before we started dealing with dustification. But uh, what is your comment, Brian?
7: Hey
8: Jason, Good, great, great to always. Fuck you and uh, Steve Mitchell, great likewise.
4: Hi Brian.
8: Hi uh, uh, hi. I am tired of being uh, batted around by the uh, government, and I just want to reassert that, and uh, uh, just wanted to let you know. So I appreciate it, and and I wonder. I got the polio shots, and I I wonder if they're, if they were a, uh, you know, I notice that uh, I think they may be part of what, why I can't talk the way I used to. I don't have my uh, vocabulary I used to, now I am. Uh, August I'll be eighty-one, so there's that going on. But uh, and also, when I was in the Air Force, uh, the my two main uh, of out of four years, two main uh, uh, jobs were uh, where you get all the vaccines there were. Uh, you, I was first nineteen sixty-two to sixty-six. You get them all, and. Uh, I just wonder if that isn't part of it as well.
2: So, well, Brian, as, a part, as part of the military, you don't really have a choice, do you? Because uh, once you sign your, your body to over go. to them, they, they own you.
8: If if you if you wanted to say no, you'd be in the break. That's what would, that's what would happen. And uh, it was uh, it was pounded into you. Now I'll let you go because I want to hear you guys have to say. But I'm with you, and uh, yeah, let's Excellent. have a good
2: excellent brian thank you very much for the call and and uh yeah the military is an in- interesting thing you know they're they having a problem with uh the draft there and during vietnam and i think uh, they were able to sell you know put commercials and 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 sell the military as a different type of thing at the end. and plus the, the government stepped in and started giving money and saying hey we'll join the military and here's all the benefits and we've had a, a voluntary military ever since and uh you better know what you're volunteering into when you join that when you join that group because uh, I I don't think we should have a standing uh, military at all. I think this country can protect itself just fine with our Second Amendment uh, rights and you know have a well maintained uh, uh, navy you know for the coasts. But we don't need the military we have, and uh, I I do always feel uh, sympathetic to those uh, that, that that voluntarily join and then uh, s- s- several bad things happen and they just. You know, a lot of these young guys—they don't know what they're signing on to. They—they they think they're—they're they're defending the country, and that's long—that ship long past. You're—you're fighting for the enrichment of corporate bigwigs and bankers. That's what our military does. I mean, I—I I don't know how else to put it. You know, did did you did we solve anything by killing people in Iraq? You know, did we solve anything with uh, going into Afghanistan and, and and blowing things up there, Libya, Syria, and on and on and on. And, uh, gee, Steve, it seems like a lot of this all started with uh, 9-11. Oh, and and Steve dropped off. So, uh, yeah, a lot of this started with 9-11, and we're going to be talking to Steve about dustification. Yeah, dropped to me. I'm putting Steve back in. Steve, are you there? Yeah. It's like okay. The government, <laughs> they're monitoring us. Somebody <laughs> dropped you, but that's fine. He came right back in, and uh, whatever that was, was shook off real easy. But, uh, yeah, so – uh uh, t- t- talk to us a little bit about this because I saw some stuff about this, and we talked about it briefly, and then uh, you wanted to cover this more. And I've looked at, I have looked at quite a bit of this, and, man, I-, I can't believe with all the years I've looked into this and have been telling people that it was an inside job, I haven't changed my mind about that. Somebody blew those buildings up that wasn't guys on planes. But it's not exactly what I thought it was when you really look at it closely and to know that Dr. Judy Wood and others were looking at the physical evidence as it happened, and back in two thousand and seven she was bringing lawsuits against the scientists of the nine eleven commission for 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 basically fraud and uh, they wouldn't hear a case steve it's It's very interesting because when you look at everything she compiled, it's a very convincing argument that not only was this not planes bringing down the buildings, but this wasn't even thermite and explosives bringing down buildings. This is something entirely different, Steve.
4: Yeah, so I first heard about Dr. Woods when I was working at the VA hospital in Denver, working nights, and I and I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM, and she came on one night and she started talking. You know, we I watched, I watched the towers. My kid woke woke me up and said, "My God, Dad, you know the towers are falling down." And I turned the TV on. I watched it come down, and then everybody told me that they got blown up, and the planes, you know, did it. And then it was, you know, explosive. Demolition and and uh, you know we we assume that what they tell us if it if it fits what we saw is what happened. And Dr. Woods in in her presentations has said that's the case. If if that's what they tell you and you don't have anything else you can you can uh, at, attribute it to, you'll assume that they're telling you the truth. However she makes a very convincing case and after I had listened to her lectures several times and I bought her book she has a book where the towers go Uh, I'm convinced that Judy woods dr. woods is correct and what her position is is that the towers were not blown up with explosives but rather they were taken down with energy beams from somewhere you know it's all to be determined how that was worked out, but the evidence doesn't bear down or doesn't bear out um, the buildings were blown up theory. If you if you look at the videos that she has in her presentations, and I'm going to tell you where you can find them on the, on YouTube. There's still a couple of them that are up there. One of them, if you if you go to YouTube and look up. Uh, Dr. Judy Wood, nine eleven, the new Hiroshima. I'm waiting for it to come up.
2: Dr. <laughs> come Judy here. Wood, where did the towers go? And that's there's that's a her, couple. That's, other that's her. That's her book. Also, she has a book yeah. with the same title.
4: You'll see her present her data. She comes at it from the standpoint of like, let's not assume what happened. So. And, and I sympathize with that because when I had a, when I was working in another job in another life, when I was smarter than I am now, I worked for the You know, for the guy who invented the digital watch, and I used to go fix problems that nobody else could fix, and people thought, "Oh, he's a genius." Well, no, I'm not a genius, but I do ask this fundamental question, or I have this fundamental belief: when all the smart people can't figure it out, there's something stupid going on. There's a there's a fundamental ass, uh, assumption that people are making that's not correct. And so if you go back and look at the videos that she has, and I would ask all the viewers to have Internet connection, and if you're interested in this at all, keep an open mind, listen to her presentation, and watch those videos. She has a book, too, and if you can buy that book, buy it. It's probably a collector's item right now. But she basically says that the that the buildings turn to dust. They do not fall down, and there's no debris and any quantity that should be at the bottom of where they <clears> fell, <throat> they didn't blow up the di the you know the the retaining wall for the river. They didn't you know burn up all the all the combustibles around the buildings. They didn't damage any buildings around the buildings. It was just a dust cloud. And if you watch, you will see these pieces of the building coming down and disintegrating into dust. It's the most amazing thing you ever see. Once someone says, "Well, look at this,"
2: so so uh, to add on to that, the, uh, the witnesses that did the cleanup at nine eleven uh, you, you've heard them on my my uh, annual nine eleven show that I do, which I'm going to have to change that show now because that's it's very much a thermite uh, theory of why the buildings went down. But that aside, the, there's a lot of witness testimony in that show and. and uh, a lot of the cleanup, you know, the firemen and, and whatnot that were doing the cleanup said, "Look, there was, there was no pieces of debris." He said, "The biggest piece of debris I found was half the size of a keypad of a telephone." You know, about one inch, one and a half inch by one and a half inch. There was no body parts. There was no big. You know, there was debris at the bottom. You know, and, and mostly you would see kind of the outsides of the building some some of the some of the exterior of the outside of the building but a lot of that was just disintegrated and gone. If you go to look on uh the best place I found is on on YouTube. I found uh I was looking around for uh can I I did, I did, I did a search for controlled demolition debris piles. Okay? and, you, and you, uh, the one that came, that came up that to me is this is the best one to look at it's, it's the Martin Tower implosion leaves a massive pile of rubble and debris what you're going to want to do is look at that and then you want to go back and look at the buildings falling on 9-11 you're going to see a different type of de- demolition 9-11 you had massive buildings turned to dust Steve and I will talk more about this and some of the evidence of uh, Judy Wood when we get back
9: the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society and we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies to secret oaths and to secret proceedings we decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it Today no war has been declared, and however fierce the struggle may be, it may never be declared in the traditional fashion. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. The survival of our friends is in danger, and yet no war has been declared. No borders have been crossed by marching troops. No missiles have been fired. If the press is awaiting a declaration of war before it imposes the self-discipline of combat conditions, then I can only say that no war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are awaiting a finding of clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and its presence has never been more imminent. It requires a change in outlook, a change in tactics, a change in missions by the government, by the people, by every businessman or labor leader, and by every newspaper. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.
0: The half empty cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970 800 3693.
2: Welcome back, Half Empty Cup of Joe. The phone number to call is 877 536 1360. As uh, we're getting into, uh, you know, looking at the buildings, you know, because this this is a, a radio show, and we uh, I don't have clips up on the uh, Rumble channel just yet. We're gonna, Tr- Jack and I are looking at changing how we do the uh, half empty cup of Joe and be able to put clips on screen so you can watch this live on Rumble and do this. But uh, I wanted to finish the, the point I was making. But if you look at that that clip, which uh, I found a Martin Tower implosion leaves a massive pile of rubble. That's like a, I think a forty story building no never mind, never mind i take it back it's a 21 story building 332 foot tower so it's 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 literally one-fifth of one of the t- world trade towers and when you look at the end of the video and it, they have drone drone footage it's a massive pile of stuff for this 21 story building and it's a pile that's bigger than the 9-11 mm-hmm. rubble piles that's the point we're kind of making today. If you can go and look at pictures that are not been altered of the rubble piles, you're not going to see a massive. There should, there, should be, there should be, you know, ten Titanics of of rubble for one building, and another ten Titanics of rubble for the second building. Steve, it's it's massive, and and uh, I guess real real quick, uh, Rick was holding. I'm going to put him on real quick, Steve, and then we'll we'll, we'll delve more into this. But Rick, sure. thanks for calling in. Uh, what is your comment for us today? <laughs>
10: Jason, Jason, I don't want to interrupt the show for very long, but I want to tell you that this show is very reminiscent for me of early, early COVID era faking the Truth programs, which I dearly miss. And, uh, and, and I recall fondly, in fact, I sometimes will podcast them just because you guys had such phenomenal shows in the afternoons back then. Um, and the music you had, you're playing some of it today, but Jason, I miss that music a lot. And I wish you would uh, maybe cover a little bit of where the music came from and how people could get a hold of it, because especially like the Didn't Go to the Moon song, things like that, um,
9: right. you don't play them enough anymore. You don't play them enough anymore. <laughs> and,
2: well, there's been some changes, but I'll, I'll be working with Joe and uh, talking to him about... Uh, the have, have him J- Cup of Joe and, and even the Patriot Radio News Hour. Or, or, or Jack and I are trying to affect some changes as to maybe live streaming this show. Uh, Jack and I have a lot of other things we're working on at the same time, so it's uh, it's kind of two steps forward, one step back as far as getting it accomplished. But I'll put some heat on Jack, and we'll see if we can come up with a way because it would be cool for you guys to go to Rumble on the internet, and you can see me and Joe and our guest on screen doing the show, and then I can put some of the stuff we're talking about, I can put it on screen. You can look at a 21-story rubble pile versus uh, Rick, uh, or uh, I'm going to go to Steve. Th- thank you very much for the call, Rick. Thank you very much. I'm, I appreciate Goodbye. the call. Um, and then you look <laughs> at the rubble, you look at the rubble pile of 9-11, Steve, and it doesn't make sense. I've seen some, since I've been looking into this, I've seen some really bad doctored videos that tries to make the rubble pile look bigger behind the firemen, put the flag up, right? And I'm looking at that as like, you know what? This, this, this picture has been altered, but it doesn't even matter because by, by altering the picture, there's still not enough rubble behind the firemen. Now, there's still rubble of a kind. It's dust. It's dust, Steve, and you tell me, I'm going to have you just just tear into this, but dust that went into the upper atmosphere, there was so much dust. I can tell you right now when you look at that other uh, building collapsing, yeah, there's dust and dirt, but it settles very quickly, and it doesn't go flying up into the atmosphere. Very strange happenings around the way these buildings came down, Steve.
4: Yeah, I would urge, I mean, honest honest people, if you can get on the Internet and if you can go to YouTube and, and look up those references you know you can get the podcast and pull them up again go look up Judy Wood 9-11 and and there's at least three presentations she gives where she goes in and shows the videos she has the most extensive library of video and pictures that I that probably anyone has and she's gone through it all and and basically if you look at these videos you see the dust pouring down off the buildings instead of the building falling to the ground and she plays she plays uh, recordings from the building seven investigation where they were saying that they had recorded no significant no structurally significant seismic event when the other two buildings fell down how is that possible and then she basically shows a seismograph of when another building was demolished and it, it's huge and she goes in and, and dissects in great detail the different parts of the wave and what would have happened if if it came down as a powder instead of if it came down as a refuse and and by the time you watch these videos with an open mind I believe you will know something
2: the government doesn't want you to know Steve, let me let me add another thing. So as, as as we're talking about the rubble pile, which to me is the biggest, this is the biggest evidence that there's something wrong with how these buildings came down. As far as even a controlled demolition. You know, people in our government took it down, but they didn't take it down with explosives. It was—it's it's hard to—you you said at the beginning of the show, an energy beam. It sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie, but either a frequency weapon or some sort of, you know, I, I, for a better word, uh, an invisible laser weapon of some sort. It's funny. If you go look at Independence Day, when the ships open up and start blowing away the cities at the beginning of the movie— uh, that's a, a lot more uh, like what happened on 9-11. It's, it's, it's kind of freaky. And so when you look at the, the lack of debris, there was a handful of survivors in 9-11. You know, here's the thing. Nobody survived. Well, there was a few the, in, in the, uh, the stairwell, okay? At the very bottom of the building, there was some firemen trying to save a lady in a stairwell, okay, at the bottom of the building. They were almost going to be out of the building, and the whole thing came down. Well, those people said they didn't hear much. They said, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of sound, okay, they, you know, that, the, from where they were at. They, they should have had a tremendous noise. They said it was also very cool, what they felt was very cool air. And, and the stairwell in the area that they were in was not covered with debris. In fact, it was kind of sticking up out of the debris. And there was another survivor who was on the, uh, the 22nd floor. He did not get covered with debris from the other 80-whatever stories above uh, that fell. And I think I got him loaded. I think I got a, a little witness a testimony. I think I'll play. I, I don't know if I got it at the right spot. But very, very strange happenings when uh, an eight-story building. I seen the, these. You see these pictures. An eight-story building that, w- that was not blown up. I think it was building uh, six. Building six, which also had some weird inside damage. Uh, the debris is, the debris pile is smaller than that eight-story building eight story building you have 100 and whatever floors of of two buildings came down and the debris pile is shorter than the eight story building and you know these pictures are credible because building 7 you can see in the background is still up so this is when the buildings had fallen before the cleanup and building 7 hasn't hadn't yet fallen down which fell later in the afternoon so very very strange questions that can't be answered Steve before I get back to you I got another caller. if you want to call in it's 877 877- 536-1360. Ethan, thanks for calling in. What is your comment?
11: Hey, uh, your talk about the debris pile reminded me of something I almost forgot. We had evacuated uh, away from a hurricane in, in Louisiana back in, I think, 2011. Went up to into Mississippi. All the hotel rooms were taken, and there was a guy hanging out in the lobby looking for a family to take in and we talked and so we went and stayed for a few days at his house where his parents were staying and his the granddad was
2: an engineer ethan hang on one second ethan i want to hear that i want to hear the rest of it uh, the commercial stating we're going to go right back to ethan's story and uh you guys are listening to the half empty cup of joe and steve and jason will be right back
6: stop bitching do something
14: You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of
7: service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like
11: that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation,
15: just like that buying or selling?
14: Just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that.
1: We're all living.
2: Welcome back. Half-empty cup of Joe. Uh, Joe, or Joe is not here today, so it's, uh, it's the glass uh, empty of Joe. <laughs> there is no Joe in the glass today, but uh, you got, a, got a, a glass that's plenty half-empty of with Steve and Jason today. Uh, if you want to call in, it's 877-536-1360. Uh, I want to get right back to Ethan before I go to Steve. Uh, Ethan, go, go ahead and reset the table and, and, and tell us this story uh, about uh, – sounds like Louisiana.
11: Yeah, so we were we evacuated away from a hurricane, and a family t- <coughs> took us in. All the hotel rooms were taken in this town, and they knew that people were flooding in <coughs> looking for a place to stay. So they took us in, and the grandparents were staying there too. So we, there, we were there for a few days, and there was nothing to do except just sit around and eat and talk to each other. Well, the granddad was an engineer, so either a structural or a civil engineer, and the subject of 9-11 eventually came up. And he, this was his comment. Now, these people were very trusting of government type of people. I was very careful not to say things that would, you know, make it uncomfortable for anybody. But he said this. He said, you know what? I, what I can't figure out is where did all that debris go? <laughs>
16: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so, Ethan, and here's the yeah. thing. I've, I look more at the witness testimonies and the actual buildings and the planes and the news around it and for some reason I just didn't look at the aftermath as much because they're destroyed, look, it's all gone I was tricked as much as anybody else I I wasn't looking at, hey, why isn't there more stuff there? It seems to me that that should have been, in a, you know, there wasn't a lot of pick. you know, they didn't want to show a whole lot of that you know, even in the weeks after when they were supposedly clearing all the stuff out uh, they just you know, I know that if you were in New York, you could watch it and see it. But even though there's a lot of people in New York, that's a small percentage of the population that sit there and can actually view it and look at it day to day. And uh, when you look, here's the thing: when you look at the rubble piles and you look at that video I'm talking about, I'm going to say it again, just so people go and look it up. You can go; it's on YouTube. Martin Tower implosion leaves a massive pile of rubble, and it's a 21-story, 332-foot building. And it's way smaller, with a bigger debris pile. so uh ethan i think your story is i, I like the way you put it it's like well i didn't really want to get into it too deep i didn't want to upset the people that were giving me a place to stay but it would have been interesting if you would have uh threw a few theories out for them
11: sure well at the time the, the prevailing um alternative explanation was the architects and engineers of 9-11 truth judy wood hadn't really uh come out with her with her theories yet so all I really had to say was, well, could, could might do that? Could, uh, you know, could it, could it justify, you know, and, but yeah, anyway, yeah, there was no Judy Wood yet to really, to bring up. So
3: Th- but that would have
11: really shocked them. I wouldn't have brought it up anyway, you know, so. Th- thank you for the
2: call, Ethan. Though no, very right. good points. Very good points. And, and I'll, I'll add, uh, You know, I've been, now that I'm looking at this thing, even, you know, the more you look at it, the more you try to piece together, Steve, from your memory of everything that happened around that time. And, uh 2007 you know just before that 2005 2006 2007 there was starting to be a whole lot of people with with moving uh, zeitgeist is the thing that i would look at i love zeitgeist you know putting together all of the evidence that they put together about it being an inside job uh they do go with the thermite but you know the the thing is is i think the only thing they really miss on that video as far as uh, what they're trying to show you is is how it was destroyed a little bit i mean who you know, uh, who, like me, was was looking at the pile afterwards as much as they were looking at what happened during. And and so I, I've been looking at this, Steve, and it's like, you know, usually there's some emergency that covers up a financial disaster. You know, 9-11 was kind of covering up financial problems. You know, covid covered up a lot of financial problems where they just kind of kicked that can down the road to 2024, and it's, it's all coming back again. Another emergency is going to have to come. Well, we had this thing, the housing collapse and the, the Great Recession that happened starting in 2008. And I find it interesting when people are starting to wake up and look at 9-11 a lot more seriously and wondering, hey, we've, we've been in, involved in these wars for five or six years now over in the Middle East, and people are dying, and it doesn't look good, and here we got this new president coming in and a, a lot of this crazy stuff getting ready to happen. And boom, we have an economic emergency that's out there for everyone to see, and takes you know takes a lot of people's eyes off of 9/11. Hey, with the wars over there, and that's going on, that's great. But hey, I lost my job, I lost my house, I have friends, I need to hold on because my friends and family around me are all having difficulties. I'm trying to just hold on, and it's it's kind of interesting. You know? It's almost like the financial disaster of 2008 was to cover up a lot of people. Steve starting to figure out 9/11 is something completely different.
4: Yeah, you know the thing that goes, that burns in my mind. <clears throat> it did back then when I was listening you know, I'd completely forgot about this until the, the listener called in the other day and uh and, and you brought it up and I, I you know, I I had completely forgotten because to me the issues resolved. I know that they, they didn't blow it up, the planes didn't take it down, some something out of my ability to ever find out about was used. To disintegrate the buildings I believe that with all my heart and uh, then all of a sudden we it, the topic comes up and, and I know people are gonna think I'm sappy and you know because we always talk about COVID and no you know people don't know what I did for a living before I became a pharmacist so and we don't go there but I am hard to convince about stuff and I watched those videos and I watched and I looked at the pictures so many times and I tell you I believe if you look at those videos without the preconception that you're watching a building being blown up with explosives you will say how in the world are they disintegrating that building because you'll see the dust flowing off it like a river it's not coming down as particles there is no masses they they never pieces of that building never hit the ground And it comes to my mind that whoever did that killed a lot of Americans in cold blooded murder to change the course of history and we have fallen for it and we as a country were turned around and manipulated and put under whole new set of laws
2: as a result of that attack we'll be very true steve very true we're gonna have more with steve on the other side of this break if you want to call in 877-536-1360 text if you like we'll be right back
13: This is Rod from PCs and Parts. We are located in Loveland at the Orchard Shopping Center. I just wanted to let you know, not only do we fix and repair and build computers, we also have a great lineup of security camera systems. In today's world, we need every advantage we can get when it comes to security. Call us at 970-203-0696 or find us at PCsandparts.com. That's 970-203-0696 or PCsandparts.com.
17: The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088,
16: TeheboTeaClub.com. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970 685 2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970 685 2064.
2: Yeah, that's right. Don't tread on me. Uh, I always kind of wish the uh, Gadsden flag was our uh, was our actual uh, flag, Steve. Sometimes because because uh, uh, we need that kind of spirit a lot more in America today.
4: Yeah, and you know, getting back to my sappy uh, discussion, I also kind of believe in fate. I believe that some of the topics that we, you know, I don't really pre-plan what I talk about on the show so much anymore because. Well, I have found that stuff comes to us uh, kind of in a directed way, that in messages we're supposed to put out there. And last night, I got an email from uh, uh, Doctor J- uh, James Hill's Substack: "No planes hit the towers. Eyewitnesses and physics. This is out of the blue." I've been thinking about this justification for a week. But all of a sudden, here's another article out of nowhere. And it's, you know, everything else that comes across my email is COVID, COVID, COVID and disease. And, you know, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I get this thing about no planes hit the towers. If you want to read what he says, because he's basically presenting other people's work, uh, just Google. No planes hit the towers. Eyewitnesses, physics. James Hill MD, that's the guy's newsletter. And and go read what he has to say. And as these p- pieces of the data start to converge, you have to start wondering, you know, are we is this is this God or spirit or whatever you want to believe in, trying to bring us information to show us that you know, it's not just COVID they've been lying to us about.
2: And well, it brings so much- to my mind go ahead let me ju- yeah let me say this I'll, uh i don't know if planes hit the buildings or not i'm 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 always re- good, re- returning to uh, the safer position of i don't know cuz it seems like anytime someone seems like they know something that seems to be when there's some cover up but uh I- empty planes hitting the buildings, planes full of passengers hitting the buildings, or no planes hitting buildings. I'm kind of open to any of those, Steve. and, and the main reason yeah, is the, the fact that I am entering into the the idea that uh, some sort of energy weapon took down these massive buildings to me means falsifying some some video on on mainstream media channels in 2001 just seems a lot more possible than it did before the idea of energy weapons hitting the buildings. I mean, to me, falsifying the images seems Hollywood now. Uh, still think maybe planes hit the buildings, but I don't know if that really even matters at this point now, uh, Steve, when you're talking about how the buildings came down, because if the U.S. government holds these weapons at their disposal and can do th- such a thing, then it kind of gets, it's, it's a little chilling to think that, uh, boy... You know, what else could they use such a weapon anytime they wanted to? And I think that's the point. I think these are frequency weapons, and I think uh, the the 1991 Gulf War, this was used on the Iraqis. I think some of the fires we're seeing that are taking down entire neighborhoods in different parts of the world is is becoming very, very suspicious, uh, Steve, of what the the government's capable of. Well, one of the
4: things that Dr. Wood shows is um, these cars that were around the building basically – Com, you know, breaking into flames spontaneously, while all around them combustible material is completely unburned, and and she shows that um, in great detail, right?
2: So I'm wondering. Yeah, I see, uh, the pictures, Steve, just real quick. The pictures show uh, no steel and no concrete, but there's papers papers flying around. Yeah. So the
4: question is, I've seen those. I've seen cars like that. Recently, like at Lahaina, did, did someone have enough power with our Stop government bitching. to be able to bring those weapons do down do to something. kill all those children and those people in, the, in, in that Hawaiian island?
2: Do We're going to have and more with Steve that. Mitchell. We'll have more with Steve bitching. Mitchell. Stay with us on the Over Hour do break. Something. We'll be right back.
1: Stop, bitching.
14: Do something.
5: Oh <laughs>
15: is why 17 other countries graduate more scientists than we do. Education. Politicians know that word. They use it on you. Politicians have traditionally hidden behind three things. The flag, the Bible, and children. No child left behind. No child left behind. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't long ago you were talking about giving kids a head start. Head start, left behind. Someone's losing ground here. (laughs) but there's a reason there's a reason there's a reason for this there's a reason education sucks and it's the same reason that it will never ever ever be fixed it's never going to get any better don't look for it be happy with what you got because the owners of this country don't want that They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, <laughs> lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how bad a sister threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. So they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later. Because they own place. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White-collar, blue-collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich girls who don't care about them. They don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. At all. Yeah. You know... And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue being jammed up every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. But say what you want about American folks. Yeah. You can uh, say what you want about Americans. You can call them smart, dumb, ignorant, innocent, naive, gullible, easily led, whatever you want. You're going to have to deal with them. You're going to have to deal with them. You can say what you want about this country. And I love this place. I love the freedoms we used to have. I love it. I love that.
0: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half empty cup of Joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquin and Jason Walker because half a cup is better than no cup on the street
2: that song that song that brings us into our two uh, my son and I when, he, when my son was a young piano player we were messing around on the piano and came up with that little tune so that's, if you ever wonder what that tune is that's, that's my son and I kind of goofing off on the piano And but I got uh, over, the, over the break I got a request let me play that first I got a caller I'll go, go to that second then back to Steve but uh, here's the request I can't get enough of it, Steve. I'm
1: sorry. Do not pick up. <laughs> The virus is I'm sick. Will the measles! Through measles! We're gonna die! Everyone's gonna die! Measles! Save
2: Beautiful. I think it's just a that's a that's a piece of art right there. But let me uh, uh if you want to call in, it's eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. And uh, how, how we get, we're talking about nine eleven being a mm-hmm. buildings got brought down with energy weapons, which sounds crazy until you you have to. And here it is: we're on radio, so you have to go look at these pictures and and think about it. But Freddie, thank you for uh waiting over the break. Uh, what is your comment for us?
7: Yeah. You know, Dr. Judy Wood, she uh, she was touching on Nikola Tesla and the connection, possibly, with this technology. And I, I think the thing is, Tesla, you know, he was a, a Jesuit student of the Jesuits. And I think that this technology is nothing more than fallen angel technology, that they, the government has uh, – they have it, and other governments around the world also have it, and that's what I think
2: is well, let me let, let, Yeah, let me react to that because uh, no matter what your persuasion is, if you're you're a, you're a full-on Bible-hitting Christian, or if you're a believer in God, but you're you're not quite aligned perfectly with the Christian belief of the Bible. Regardless, it seems to me, Freddie, that. Uh, there's a, whatever power man is able to possess or use was put here for, for by the creator for us to use. So, so there is God. God is a provable entity. It's not, it's not a belief. It's not a faith. God yeah. is, a, is a is a factual thing. God, I can prove God's existence. Maybe oh, we'll get into no that later.
7: Question. But yeah, but, but no Freddie, I find it interesting yeah. that you
2: you're talking Nikola Tesla and that you're saying, look, angels might have brought this down. In my mind, here is a power that some men were able to unlock. And I, I've heard all the stuff that Nikola Tesla possibly came up with, you know, cr- being able to create earthquakes and all kinds of stuff through through uh, energy manipulation, Freddie.
7: Yeah, another thing that's interesting is the day that Nikola Tesla died, the FBI went to his apartment in New York and they took all the information, all the notes that, that he had soon as he passed away they were monitoring him very closely as soon as he died they went straight into the apartment and they took all that information you know a lot of papers on on these technologies and you have to wonder those agents that were sent they must have been you know this was all connected in some kind of way they were waiting for him to die and you know, and to be able to get all this information even more, because I, I I think while he was alive, they couldn't get to it enough. So when he passed away, they they went and got it, and you know they took all that information. And there's no question that there's some kind of I say fallen angels. I because I, I, I just can't see an angel of God giving man, mankind this power without God's authority to allow it. So it has to be from the fallen angels, you know. That's what I really believe. There's something really sinister with all this.
2: Thank you for you know, the call, Freddie. Really, good, good yeah. call, Freddie. Thank, thanks for uh, adding to the show, uh, S- Steve. You, uh, you know, we got a got a response for that.
4: You know, <clears throat> Freddie, I de- depend on your on your religious beliefs. I mean, there's all kinds of religions, and they all believe in angels. They all believe in god and they all believe in some kind of a spirit they all there's something there and i don't know if it's is the fallen angels or angels or i don't know what it is but some i think the technology came from somewhere other than us maybe they you know tesla was getting close and had found you know other species and other other peoples of the of the universe are not inherently more genius than we are if you know we have within our population people that are you know aberrant and and really smart and and or just accidentally stumble across a theory that works and and if the angels came down whether it's the fallen angels or the not fallen angels I don't think they would have believed that humans would have ever used those technologies like they used it in 9-11, if that's what happened, or in Lahaina. I can't believe that they would let all those children come home from school and huddle in those houses and be burnt to death, where there's not even the ashes left. I can't believe that they would bring down that building with all those people in it,
2: with no hope of getting out, well, well, Steve. But someone did. What, what, what do you think World War Two was? How many people died during that uh, that uh, situation when uh, that that war was completely preventable? That was just a that was a bunch of bankers and corporatists saying, "Hey, we don't like Germany uh, uh, doing business outside of our uh, our realm. You know, the, Germany is not allowed to do this, and they're starting to do this, so they must be stopped." And how many millions of people died to to make all of Europe in one one unit? Uh, under one power, because Germany and, and Italy were the only two powers that were sort of, you know, not not, not jiving with the system that was in place, and so the war was started, and that didn't need to happen, but uh, it, sh- it surely did. And so, 3,000 people dying in the twin towers. That's a small, little, insignificant thing that was done to bring about control and power over Middle Eastern countries that were not playing ball. Uh, Brian, I see you on the lines. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. 877-536-1360. We'll
0: be right back. Call us a Give us a call.
18: A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer. A lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial... commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado, so call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com.
0: The half empty cup of joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818 610 8088.
2: most likely if you learned it in school or see it on tv or if it's on your little device that's it is fake it is there's a lie attached to it um you know i uh we had freddie call in and talk about angelic powers is to what he's seeing with some of these things like nikola tesla and, and an energy weapon that could bring down towers um I'll say this: uh, You know, I don't talk a lot about religion because I think religion is a little different than God. I think there's different ways of seeing uh, what the Creator is. There's lots of ways of, of different cultures ways of, of understanding it. But uh, God is a provable thing. It is not a, a belief. It's not a faith. It's it's not magic. Uh, God is a provable entity. It's 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 a fact. And so, I, uh, when it comes to atheism, I just find it kind of funny. It's just—it's it's a lot of ignorance because uh, the evidence is, is right there. It's clear to be seen, unless you choose not to. But uh, let me let me get to the callers. Um, first up is—oops—I uh, put him back on hold. First up is Brian. Brian, what say you? What say you? How's your your strength in believing in God these days?
10: Oh well, I don't really want to go there. I'm a devout atheist, uh, but that's not why I called.
2: Well, let me ask you real quick. Uh, let me ask you real quick. why? Why is it that you don't f- believe that, that God exists? Uh, just, just you know, a, he- a healthy question. Well,
10: mainly because I haven't seen. I've yet to see any um, evidence um, that
2: to to support such a belief. Can, can I? Can I? Uh, uh, hmm. Give me a chance. I'm just going to give you three minutes. I'm not going to try to talk you into anything. I'm just going to. Show, I'm going to give you a, a quick evidence that proves God exists. And then when I'm done, you can just say no, that doesn't do it for me. Or, or I just want to see what your reaction is. Okay, because I very rarely get to run into uh, atheists, Brian. That I get to give this uh, information to. That proves God so exists.
10: Not the reason let, I, That's really not. Well, let, let me, me do this real quick, and
2: I'll give you, I'll give you an extra time for the, to, to go back to nine eleven because I know you want to blow that up. So no, no, to speak. I don't
10: want to go about nine eleven either. But okay, go ahead.
2: There we go. Okay, so I'm I'm in an empty room in my house. I'm going to I'm going to uh, set the room up. Now I want to create a world. In that room, and uh, what the what, what i 'm going to create is a fish tank i 'm going to put the i'm going to put the uh, the, the, the case there, the glass okay i 'm going to put the uh, the water conditioners, the water goes in there, the bacteria base all the f- the life that keeps in, the plants mm-hmm. you know the the carbon filtration i 'm creating an entire world that put the fish in there, the bottom feeders that are less believing in God, and the top feeders that do believe in God. And uh, I have created a world where there was nothing. I created it because I wanted to, because I love my fish tank. And anything that goes on in that space, which nothing was there before, I created. And if I don't want this world to exist anymore, I can destroy it and, and get rid of it. I am God. Is that not a proof that, that God exists, that there are a creator, that something bigger than us could have created our fish tank, so to speak? No. I am not God to that fish tank. Is that what you're saying? You're saying I'm not all powerful and the creator of that world.
10: You're trying to use this scenario to say that to justify an existence of God. You're trying to say that because you build this room and put all this stuff in it, that um, that therefore there must be a God. Otherwise, we would. be
2: I'm here saying that God. I I, am, I created That's the, the fish tank. I am the creator and I am God. Yeah, the fish I, I, have no I, I, idea I who I am. That. The, so how is, is is that not God? I no atheist could ever answer that, uh, Brian. Because I am God. I am God in that situation. I'm not saying I'm the God, which of course would okay, upset if people. If you want to
10: consider yourself God in that situation, fine. You know, call yourself. It proves God exists. Then,
2: done. so so, Brian, how could you how could you it's think not. that there's not a higher power, and we're not in His fish tank? How could you say that I, I am Brian or any other atheist? I am too big brained and understand science to the point where. There's no way God exists How could you There's no human that walks this planet That is so intelligent To know what created this it, it, To me it's, it's, it's Oh, now, we, now
10: you're trying to argue The, the fallacy of uh, The fallacy of ignorance That because we can't explain Something Then your explanation must be the correct one
2: Would the fish ever be able to explain The world I put together for them Will they ever be able to do so
10: what does that have to do with creation? I
2: say we're the fish, and is we're never going to be able to explain universe reality. Universe the thing. fish never explain the reality, uh, Brian. I, this, this is just, I don't know I not don't I'll push you too hard, Brian. I, just, I, I, just, I like it as an example, because I, I believe if people really look at it closely, God is provable. I, and at least you did admit that I am God in that example, which means God does exist. But as not far as no, a, no, a higher no, power, no, we're not going to be able to... God exists.
10: I just concede that you can call yourself God if you want to, but that certainly... No, I am absolutely all-powerful, God.
2: and I created that world out of nothing. I took the, the materials around me and created that where there was nothing. And people don't like that, but that's what God did. But I, I don't want to push you, Brian, I don't want to push you too far. What, 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 you, you came in. What is the comment you wanted to bring in today's show?
10: Well, uh, so you were talking about the economy. You were talking about you know gold and, and stuff like that and how money is worthless and, and so on. Uh, I, I, you know, I recently you you had indicated in a previous show that you had recently bought a house.
2: I bought a house in 2020. Yes, I, I sold my house in 2018 to buy into the gold company. And then I reacquired a house because of the event of COVID and made me think that I don't want to be renting anymore.
10: Okay, so and and I'm presuming that you bought furniture and there were other expenses associated with. Yes, I did. Home and, and that sort of thing. So you've done pretty well, right? I've
2: I've done well on on many 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 levels when it comes to uh, I guess financial uh, situations.
10: Okay. Well, I'm not going to go ask you how you you bought your furniture and stuff like that, but uh, I just want to say that in, in I just recently had my furn- uh, basement finished. And so my wife and I went out and bought a bunch of furniture for the great room, the bedroom, and the dining area, and the basement, and so on. And uh, we're just making our last payment this month. And we did this without paying any interest at all. And instead of paying that money all up front, that money that we would have paid up front has been earning 5% uh, interest in a money market account. Now, I don't know if you've done anything similar to that, but the point I'm trying to make is that there are ways to succeed, even in an environment that you may not find hospitable. Now, you were talking about gold, and you, you mentioned, you sort of alluded to the stock market as a sort of a speculative thing, but if you look at the performance of the Dow compared to the performance of gold over the last hundred years, you'll see that in a short period from, say, April of 79 to about... November of eighty-two.
2: Yeah, but but okay, but Brian. Unless $1. I don't want to, to go too deep into this. But you're, you're picking a starting point that that uh, facilitates your argument. Instead of doing that, you you gotta you, you can't do it that in that fashion. Gold was the money. So f- for for well over one hundred and fifty years, uh, a twenty-dollar gold piece was the money, not not paper money, not some digits. And so you really got to start with well, if 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 a cow and uh, an ounce of gold is twenty. Twenty bucks, okay. You got to go from there, and you got to go from the stock market from there. And what you'll see is you'll see you'll see everything is pretty close. Even gold and silver, the stock market, everything. You'll see all of it go up about the same rate over a long time frame. Gold and silver does slightly outpace.
10: Any time frame that you want.
2: So I'm going, over, I, I'm going over our country's entire history. So let's just go the entirety of American history. Gold, silver, the stock markets, all assets that are stable are all about the same. Gold and silver does outperform slightly everything else, and that's because people store it as wealth, and so there is less of it. There is a finality to it, whereas companies can can come and go. So I, I don't want to go too, too – Brian, you're somewhat correct in some of it, but you can't just pick uh, arbitrary starting points for the values of things because I can pick when, uh, when the market was, was at, its, at its weakest and then compare gold to that, and it, it makes your markets look bad. So what well, it is, just, it's I just, it's just building the country, the and, and the value of things go up with inflation because now we have this. And so th- everything is stacked about the same, Brian. Well,
10: let me close with this comment. Uh, So I'm 73 now, so I have to start taking RMD out of my IRA, okay? And it's about 3% uh, this year that I have to take. So um, I have already more than made up the amount that I'm going to have to take out uh, just by uh, making uh, a few stock trades in January. Now, if I tried to do that with gold, if I bought gold from you, say, in January of last year, and to read well, once again you're picking a, an arbitrary starting would point
2: lose money. and uh, how how do those fees how do those fees and taxes or how are they treating you so there's, there's all that too
10: well I, there's no tax at all there's no
2: uh, with all paper assets, there's taxes, either on I the front end, like during the, the ownership of, of it, market. or the selling end. Everybody that sells a 401k has to pay taxes. You know, All these all these paper assets only have taxes. When
10: you, only when you pull the money out. All I'm saying is that I have more than made up the amount that I have to pay. I have to pull it out anyway. Well, I am going to have to pay tax anyway. But I have already recouped that money by making profitable stock trades. And I could Correct.
2: not do that with gold. Fees. Yeah, lots because of fees. I'm All paying, the stock trading has when fees. When I
10: go from you, I'm paying like fourteen percent above spot. That's price. correct.
2: Any kind of financial of, instrument that you, any you type of financial instrument that you get into, has some sort of. Uh, a price to get into it and yes uh, for me to buy gold we have to pay a premium to get it for the guys that we buy it from they pay a premium to get it so there is that however there are no continuing fees or taxes property has taxes every single year on it uh... there's fees attached to all kinds of of all the paper assets and the taxes the taxes will kill you brian and here's the thing brian when you privately hold gold you're not paying taxes on it but as soon as the government gets into a worse and worse and worse position they're, they can just up those taxes right up to 70, 80, 90%. And how's that going to do it? Maybe you, you, you escaped well and you did well, Brian. I'm, I'm glad for you, but, uh, yeah, I didn't want to go totally into an economic show, but, uh, it's, 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 it's why i i buy gold and silver is because it it stays there it's there when you need it yes there's ups and downs and you can buy it at the wrong time if you need to spend it right away i don't suggest anyone buy gold and sell it next year uh, there is a premium but there's premiums into buying his stocks you have to pay the stock broker if you have an agent or if you do it yourself there's fees there's taxes on the back end of it there's so much that you know you find your own way economically you guys find your own way but i'm a huge proponent of gold over the weekend i just was studying it even more and more and every time i try to crap on gold and silver and try to look at other ways of making money being better man does gold and silver just shine brightly every single time but steve we uh, kind of blew you off the uh, the whole the whole segment uh mike you're i'm gonna get to you right away and i'm gonna get to you right away but steve you just heard a whole lot of stuff what's your uh, reaction
4: I think you guys are comparing to dissimilar instruments of financial uh, transactions the the stock market speculation I understand I used to uh, do a lot of stock market work myself and uh, you can make a lot of money but I guess I you know the the thing about gold is that gold always holds some intrinsic value. It's not an investment. Gold's not was never meant to be thought of as an investment. Correct. Gold holds value and and in my mind, you know, and, and and I think Brian's traveled around the world. I can remember being over in in Indonesia in, uh, or Malaysia, I don't remember where, but a street beggar wouldn't take American dollars <laughs> because it cost them too much money to convert it, and the money was perceived as being useless. But Mike, I'm going to get, get to you. Uh,
2: Mike, I'm going to get to you right after the uh, break, and I'll get to you shortly after eight seven seven five three six thirteen six. If you want to call in and join the comments on the show.
7: Japan was your first NSA
6: job, right? Yeah. Well, as a contractor, still. Had a lot of access. I mean, why'd you go back after Geneva? Because uh, the money, and because I wanted to live in Japan, and because of Obama. Actually, you know, I I thought things were gonna get better with him. I was wrong.
12: What
18: was it like there?
6: Well, in the first part of my day, I was building this round-the-clock backup system called Epic Shelter. So if there was some catastrophe, say uh, terrorists burned down every embassy and NSA post in the Middle East, this program would ensure we wouldn't lose any of that data but then I would have to put it aside when visitors would show up. NSA wanted to impress the Japanese, show them our reach. They loved the live drone feeds. Uh, This is over Pakistan right now. They were not as thrilled to learn that we wanted them to help us spy on the Japanese population. They said it was against their laws. Of course, we tapped the entire country anyway. And we didn't stop there. Once we owned their communication system, we started going after the physical infrastructure. We'd slip these little sleeper programs into power grids, dams, hospitals. And the idea was, if the day came when Japan was no longer an ally, it'd be lights out. It wasn't just the Japanese. We were planning malware in Mexico, Germany, Brazil, Austria. I mean China, I can understand, or Russia, or Iran, or Venezuela, okay, but Austria. You're also being ordered to follow most world leaders and heads of industry. You know, you're tracking trade deals, sex scandals, diplomatic cables to give the US an advantage in negotiations at the G eight or leverage over Brazilian oil companies, or helping to oust some third-world leader who's not playing ball. And ultimately, the truth sinks in that, no matter what justification you're selling yourself, this is not about terrorism. Terrorism is the excuse. This is about economic and social control. And the only thing you're really protecting is the supremacy of your government.
19: What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048.
0: Half empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham Associates LLC at 720-203-0731.
2: Welcome back to Half Empty Cup of Joe. We're gonna go straight to the callers before I get back to Steve. Uh, if you want to call in, it's eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. Mike, thanks for holding on, man. I I just had a I had a conversation with Brian there. It went a little long, but uh, what, what say you?
20: Yes, uh, about nine eleven. You were talking about when the 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 rocket, I mean plane hit the Pentagon. Donald Rumsfeld was on C-span the day before uh, September 10th talking about how they were misplaced 3.2 trillion dollars that they could not account for which is a lot of money and then also in the buildings they claimed that they had 50 billion dollars in gold that was that just disappeared in one of the buildings that had a gold vault in the, a vault in the basement that's a lot of money to disappear. You guys were talking about money earlier. So. Yeah, nine eleven so, so, uh, in plain sight.
2: So, so yeah, 9/11 so Mike, we, Just 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 to acknowledge, Mike. I, I, over the years, I've done the show. We've we've talked about Donald Rumsell's comments on on September tenth. We've talked about the gold that was in the basement of of the twin towers. So yeah, we have co- we didn't cover that today specifically because 9-11 is a pretty broad subject. But uh, yeah, I would love Whoa. to see the. Uh, I'd like to see some of the uh, f- the footage of the Pentagon that w- from all the, uh, the the surrounding businesses that was confiscated by the FBI and never shown to the public. Here we are in 2024, and we're not allowed to see what happened at the at the Pentagon with with cameras from gas stations or whatnot around the building that uh, we can't see if a plane hit it or what hit it or missile or anything. They uh, they won't show us that, Mike.
20: Yeah, uh, 9/11 in plain sight with Dave Von Kleist. Of all the 9-11 uh, videos that are out there, there's a bunch. There's about 20 that I know of. And he has, I think, one of the best ones, very well documented. And Dave Von Kleist is coming back to uh, radio. He's been on, I guess. He, he's been in, kind of gone for about 10 years. But he's on some another network. I heard him about a month ago. and I'm trying to find out what station he's on. But he, he's very well documented on some, his uh, subjects, They're just as good as you
2: guys are. All right, Mike. Thank you very much for the call, um, Steve. that's yeah, it's good points uh, raised by uh, by Mike, and I, I, I kind of wish we had a Zabruder, a Zabruder film of of the uh, the Pentagon, uh, Steve, to, to tell us what happened because uh, I don't think that was a plane either.
4: Yeah, you know, there's so many things about nine eleven that don't make sense, and you know, we were told this is what happened but then there's no evidence or we find things like Judy Dr. Judy Woods video where once once you look at it and say well is that falling debris or is that flowing dust once you break that paradigm of what you assumed it was because you were told what it was you start scratching your head and saying i just don't know what's going on you know we were going i was going to talk about um this book brave new war that i that i have been thinking about lately um we might not get to it this week or today but uh it's by a guy named john rob well let, let me get to ann 1st
3: yeah let's get it's, ann in here
2: and then we'll uh we'll continue on but uh, uh we'll take calls all the way to the end if you want 877-536-1360 and thanks for waiting what is your comment
18: I wanted to ask, was it Dave Van Clive, he said, Mike said? I, I didn't get that name, but I, I, I'm calling, course, about something else, okay? Okay. So, was it Dave Van Clive? What was the name of that man that he, he mentioned? Do you know? That Mike I, just mentioned? Okay, St- Steve. Okay. Steve, did you it. did you hear that
2: name, Steve? I didn't
4: catch it. I was looking at my, I was okay. looking at my okay. notes, but sorry.
18: Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, what I wanted to say to um, both you and Jason, um, or ask, you do agree that for one watch, it takes a designer, a manufacturer of the parts, and an assembler of the parts just for one watch. You would agree that, right?
2: Well, and, it's, and it's, that, it's possible. Uh, I mean, not to, not to be too technical, but I guess the uh, the designer could manufacture and assemble. I guess so. But, but there's yeah, there's okay. there's more there's there's yeah, more to yeah, it okay. than just one one part. Okay, of sure, yes. sure, sure, sure. What I'm just saying. Point.
18: Okay, okay. Anyway, so if parts to a second watch were in a plastic bag, we would never believe and lie to ourselves that they just leaped, left together, and became like the first watch, right? No, we would never believe that parts just leapt together or that a kite flew over a junkyard and came out a seven forty seven. We would never believe that, right? And because because one cell in our body is more complex than a watch, because it has DNA in it and it and we have trillions of cells in our body, we would know that it would take a designer, a manufacturer of our parts and an assembler of our parts in order for just one human being to exist. So we would never believe in evolution because that is what evolution says, okay? Because it's too precise, it's too complex, it's too complete, and there are other qualities. So we wouldn't want to lie to ourselves and say there isn't a grand designer. We would have to acknowledge that it's m- not my decision as to whether or not God exists. We call our designer or our creator the God, okay? But we wouldn't want to lie to ourselves and say that, that that the designer doesn't exist. We would have to accept that I have to accept the fact that the designer does exist because it's too complex it's too precise and it's too complete, okay?
2: And and, and let me me add, let me add, because when I was talking to Brian, the the reason I use the fish tank uh, uh, story for proving God's existence is that to me that the biggest of all big things that can't be explained and are so complex oftentimes reflects in the smallest of, of situations, even just in your own life. And to me, if you can, if you can model what God is, and I'm not saying I'm, that I am, I am God, I am saying that that is a what my explanation is. That is a model for God. And if you can model it, if me little Jason here can model it, then that means there's got to be very complex uh, creators or creator to to what you know what you just explained. And and that's I just I find atheists kind of fun because it's like when it comes down to it, there's there's got to be that itch in the back of their mind saying, you know what, I really don't know for sure. And I think that's a better position to be in. It's better to not know for sure and know that, that there's a model for a creator, right, Ann?
18: No, what I'm going to say is, I don't get to decide whether God exists or not. I get to accept the truth, okay? That their designer exists, okay?
2: All right, thank you very much, Ann. We'll come back after a short commercial break. Stay with us.
12: Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed. Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today.
2: Come back, half-empty cup of joe. It's, it's, it's good. So I don't like to talk about God too much because it can, it can get uh, sort of overly heated. But I, uh, I like Anne's points. I, and she's right. You can't pick whether God exists. I, I, I do agree with that. I just, for the, for the average individual, though, their experiences have to bring them to what they think uh, the world around them is. They have to decide. So for an atheist... Uh, if I go back to my my fish tank for a minute, uh, I've had fish tanks. I a lot of you out there probably had fish tanks, but I, you go with the little fish food. You go to the top of the tank, and those top feeders, you can just believe. Just just say those are Christians. They'll come. They'll snap the food right out of my hand. You know, the hand of they, they see and know the hand of God. Right, they're feeding. Uh, I put the fish tank together, so I, I put everything that's in there because I wanted that stuff there. And uh, the bottom feeders, you got the the catfish and the the algae eaters, and they're down there. Those are the atheists. They they don't believe in God at all. They don't you know. But I'm still providing for them, right? They don't know that God exists. They don't know that I'm the creator and that I I'm providing. But uh, they sure are living off off of uh, what I've done for them. And here's the thing. And this is this is where I I, I don't like people that that uh, damn other cultures or other religions to hell and oh this and that. I don't think that you go to hell because you're atheist. I, I don't believe that. I. I uh, uh Steve I know everyone's going to have a different opinion on that sort of situation but uh if I, uh, in 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 my analogy if 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 I put that if I've created a world where there's atheists I'm not going to just uh condemn the atheists cuz they just uh are ignorant Yeah you know
4: I I have to deal with people across a lot of different cultures and uh and the one thing that I, and in a lot of belief systems and you know I think atheism is actually is a religion of itself, so...
2: Yep, I do too. Everybody
4: everybody is entitled to their belief system. I, free, free will, baby, I right? <laughs> yeah, but,
2: yeah, yeah, I yeah, I mean, as it's as, like,
4: I'm not going to criticize other people's belief systems. I'm, you know, it's like, I, I, I think imposition of the Christian God on all peoples of the world is, is uh, probably not something we can do, because... You know, probably half the world's population are not Christian. so, but they all, they all believe firmly in some higher power, and you know you'll see that everywhere you go, and uh, and then there's the atheists who think you know they it doesn't apply to them. Well, that's their religion, and that's okay. And I, Steve, you, I, you I brought, brought to the air
2: that. today, you brought to the air uh, the, the possibility of an energy weapon taking down hundred plus story buildings as, as what happened on September 11th, 2001, to me, that's a godlike power. I think it's, it, you know, that for the conversation to shift in this direction at some point during the two hour show is, is, is kind of where, you know, philosophically it would go. Cause I don't think it's, I don't think it's easy for the average person to think that this is a, a realistic actual thing that exists you know, I don't think I don't think we're going to convince hardly anybody outside of listening to this show and then some of the real deep conspiracy-minded people. You know, the open-minded people that see things for how, how they are—that that such a thing exists. But sure seems like it does exist, doesn't it, Steve? After looking at the evidence of this of this disaster, there's no doubt in my
4: mind that Dr. Woods has hit squarely on the head of the nail that something happened that wasn't what we were told and that those buildings disintegrated. There's no doubt in my mind after watching the videos over and over again. I can't explain what happened. But I do know it wasn't
2: what we were told. I've got some clips from a video that was sent to me, but uh, we're not going to have time for that today. So Somewhere in the future, Steve, we'll revisit it. I'll I'll make sure I got my I'm uh, more you know, obviously this show today. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't know for sure you were going to bring this to the air specifically today. I didn't know Joe wasn't going to be on the air uh, this morning. But uh, we'll, we'll bring it to the air because some of the witness testimony, some of the things from these these videos, are talking about. I'm at the bottom of the building. The building is uh, supposedly collapsing, and uh, once it's all done, I look up and there's the sky. And it seems to me like a little tiny individual human under 10 titanics worth of material uh shouldn't really have anywhere to go but be buried you know maybe survive but be buried and it's it's shocking to see the lack of material at the bottom of these these collapses and with no realistic explanation and absolutely no way a plane and jet fuel could do such a thing steve
4: yeah i think that we've been sold a uh, a lie and and that's okay. I mean, it's like that's we as human beings, you know, I'm an I'm a amateur hypnotist. And one of the things that we do when we pe- people put people in, in trance is we induce an unexpected shock, which I think is what happened in 9-11. It's like when you watch those buildings come down, they could have told you anything and it would have stuck in your mind as being the truth. And that's what happened. We believe what, the, what we were told because as with COVID, as with everything else, we've been, you know, we trust our government. I wanted to talk today about this Brave New War. We're not going to have time to talk about it, uh, but for those who are interested, you might want to go look up some videos by a guy named John Robb. He has a book named Brave New War, and it talks about asymmetric warfare and the evolution of uh, the relationship between the people and governments and how our government has been hollowed out, basically, and how a very small number of people could take down I mean that's why you know how do you fight the United States in Vietnam and not lose well if you have a small enough group and they if they use specific techniques and they and they network and they can come together they can hold their own at least and I wanted to talk about some of the things we as a as a country need to think about going forward because it's obvious our government isn't doing anything to protect us. I just, you know, it's like if and when something bad happens, if you're waiting for the government to come save you, you're going to starve to death because they're not there. It's like it's a big club and we're not in it. And uh, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about it. I w- We'll talk about it in a future show because it's important to me. You know, we talk about COVID. We talk about shots. We talk about diseases because that's what I do for a living now. But that's not what I did before, and that's not, you know, I don't think that's, we get stuck on that, but it's not immediately important to us right now. I think we're moving into such a dangerous time. There's so many, op- you know, it's like as the systems start to fail and they start to, you know, hackers start to go into these systems, at still, to my knowledge, hasn't come up with a with a, a believable reason for why their system went down.
2: And they probably never tell us. That's Steve but Mitchell. I don't think lit- it was a solar flare. That's Steve Mitchell you listened in to. This is the Half Empty Cup of Joe. We got one more segment.
16: We'll be right back. <laughs> ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064.
12: It. Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC 1360 a.m. and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joan Holly Radio Show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joan Holly Radio Show, topic focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to GardenTalkRadio at gmail.com or call 247 to 1 800 927 SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October.
13: a little song i wrote you might want to sing it note for
5: note don't worry
2: be happy final segment on the half empty cup of joe Uh, we had a a pretty decent show with steve today uh man uh uh, there's always a lot to talk about, isn't there, Steve, when it comes to, to this show. It could go in any direction. Oh, you know, if Joe was here, he wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom
4: for a week. His fingers would be so tight. <laughs> I love him dearly, but we, we. although I will say this, Joe, when I, when I first started coming on, you know, the stuff that you're hearing now on the mainstream, I was saying two years ago. And Joe was going, oh, my God, he's a crazy man. Now it's mainstream information, right? I heard, I heard Dan Bongino saying they, they're killing people on the radio the other day. I mean, it's, it's mainstream media. But the main point of what we do is to help our community prepare for the future and for moving forward to keep their families fed Keep their their kids educated, keep their cars running. I mean, that's what we're doing. And the in the debates about you know gold and stock and yeah, it's all interesting. But to me, it's you know, it's like eh, you know, I'm not that interested in that. But I am very interested in in the other things that we bring to you. And and we have a lot of things to bring that's not just about COVID. And so uh, you're going to see a shift in what I'm talking about because I'm tired of talking about COVID. All the information is out there. You can see it every day. There's a lot of other things like this Brave New War and uh, dustification and the Hyma. they kill them off? <clears throat> if we're waiting on our government to come help us, we're in just deep you-know-what. And, and uh, we have a community of listeners who are very smart. And when Thanks. they call in, Brian and everybody,
2: when they call in, it's a blessing from God, and Steve. It's uh, I, I never never say never, right? You never know if uh, if another pandemic blows through, you know. Then of course we'll have to we'll have to, of course, uh, open that can and talk about it. But you're right. I mean, uh, we'll always. We'll always have our comments about uh, COVID. There will always be comments about the vaccines. It's always going to be a part of the show, but uh, it's, it's hard to cover it day after day after day because it it, it it's like beating a drum and, uh, to the point where your head just hurts. But it's going to be a topic. It's, it's here to stay, isn't it, Steve? So there will always be some content and some talking about it, yeah, just like, nine, like, just like, like 9-11. 9-11 is really not going to go away, is it? We need to worry about the next thing because COVID is a done deal.
4: I mean, people have stopped being afraid of COVID, and so now the question is, what are they going to do next? And that's why I keep joking about measles and these other things. Not that I don't appreciate the disease, don't get me wrong, but it's just so stupid that they think we don't see that they're driving us trying to herd us into the, into the retainer pens. I'm not stupid. I understand the diseases. I don't need you to sit there and tell me I have seven cases of of measles in Florida and try to tell me that's because the Republican party's not doing this job that's stupid and and we need to, to bring it out and laugh about it and show it and then talk about you know how do we survive if someone takes out the transformers? How do we supply if we get an EMP attack? that's what we need to be talking about in addition to keeping up the the listeners updated on covid and you know and cancer and all this stuff i mean i can sit there and talk all day about it but it's i think people are tired of it
2: so i'm going to try to talk about more things going forward if i can all right, thank you for coming on, Steve Mitchell. Hey, it's been a good show. We should—I think—we'll have Joe tomorrow. We'll see. But everybody, just uh, stay Stop tuned. We got Alex Jones coming up next. Do have a good one, all from Valentina today. <laughs> Thanks
4: for
13: having me. The person
1: calling you has the coronavirus. Stop,
13: Hi, this is Rod with PCs and Parts in Loveland, Colorado. We are your go-to place for computer parts and repair. We have been in business for over 19 years and love fixing computers. Come by and see us at 265 East 29th Street, number H, or visit us at PCsandparts.com. Or you can call us at 970-203-0696. That's PCsandparts.com or call us at 970-203-0696.